and welcome back to the Effective Living Podcast, a podcast for ideas, strategies, insights, and conversations, all dedicated to helping you live a more effective and a more prosperous life. Once again, I'm your host, Nathaniel Nunziante, and today we are diving into the vital but often neglected skill that can literally make or break all of your relationships. That skill is setting and managing expectations. Imagine this. You walk into a restaurant, right? Your stomach is growling. Your mouth is watering. You, you haven't eaten for hours. The waiter says to you, oh, your food will be ready in 10 minutes. So you sit there, you sip your water, you're casually scanning through your phone, right? But before you know it, 20 minutes has passed, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and you still have no food. That initial excitement turns to frustration, disappointment, even a little bit of a betrayal that you feel being lied to. You start to question the competence of the restaurant, the intention of the waiter. Now, all of these negative feelings you're having, would you have felt the same way if the waiter had originally said it would be a 30-minute wait before you went in? The honest answer is probably not. You would have set the expectation it would be that long. You'd still be just as hungry as you are now, but you're not as upset, and you probably would have made different decisions, asked for an appetizer, asked for a little bread. You would have conducted yourself differently because your expectation was set differently. So the whole experience that you're having is fundamentally different simply because your expectation was set correctly. Now let's consider another situation, right? Not at a restaurant, but you're at, you're at work or, or doing a project. And someone asks you to get it done as soon as possible. You say, no problem, I'll get it done immediately. You know it's a tight timeline, you start working on it immediately, right? They, in their mind, think it'll be done in two hours. They think that is immediately, that is fast. Now, it takes you three hours and you do complete the task. But instead of appreciating the effort, they're upset. And they're not upset because the task took three hours. Because honestly, that's a reasonable amount of time. They're a upset because they had expected it would be done in two and were anticipating it being done in two the whole time. The discrepancy between their expectation and the reality is the source of all the disappointment, maybe even you know a heated discussion and some anger. Now, had you set the expectation up front that you thought it would take you three hours, this emotional pothole would have been completely avoided. And, and even more so, if they had issues with it being three hours, that would have come up immediately and you would have discussed it long before anybody had any negative feelings included in the exchange. So expectations matter. And why? Why do they matter? Well, every time you interact with someone, you're essentially entering into a silent contract, right? You expect something of them and they expect something of you. But the thing is that most of the time, these expectations are not voiced. These are, they're like invisible threads that either bind us together in healthy relationships or become a tangled web of disappointment when they all get pulled out of order. When you meet someone's expectations, you're not just fulfilling a task, you're fulfilling a promise, an unwritten obligation you didn't even realize that, that was, met, was set. Failing to meet that promise, failing to meet those expectations, that is akin to breaking that promise in the emotions of that person. That will lead them to being dissatisfied. It leads to friction. Sometimes it can even lead to the breakdown of the relationship. What really needs to happen is you have to take a proactive approach to setting expectations, okay? Now, the concept of managing expectations gets a lot of attention, 
Everybody always talks about managing expectations. But managing expectations can only be done after the expectation is set. So today we're focusing on the underdog. We're focusing on the act of proactively setting the expectation up front. And why is this crucial? Because this is the first line of defense against misunderstanding, against disappointment. Proactivity isn't just about taking a first step. It's about taking the right first step. When you proactively set an expectation, you are preemptively solving problems. You are clarifying doubts. And most importantly, you're showing respect for the other person's emotional investment, for the other person's time. You're setting up the relationship, whatever the nature of that relationship is, on a clear and defined path. Now, when you don't do this, when you don't set an expectation and things go terribly awry, how many times have you heard or even said to yourself, well, they didn't ask, so how would I know to, you know, how would I know they were feeling this way? Or they never brought it up, it's not my fault, they never asked. This is a defense mechanism that we all hide behind at some point. It is human nature to do the bare minimum unless explicitly asked otherwise. But that is very passive living. That's not effective living. And here we're all about effective living. Effective living requires us to take the wheel and not just go along for the ride, but be in control of where we're going, be in control of the direction we're heading. There's so much in life that we can't control, that it's tragic when we choose not to control things that we can. You should not allow in any transaction, any relationship, the other party to be the sole architect of their expectations from you. You have to be involved. You have to be proactive. You have to make it a shared vision even if they don't. You can't hide behind excuses. You have to take responsibility. And the aspect of responsibility, I mean, in any relationship, you have a shared responsibility for how things turn out, right? You're not just a passive participant. You're an active stakeholder. So you have to take charge of not only meeting the person's expectations, but also setting them. This involves being upfront about your limitations, your capabilities, your preferences, your desires, your needs. When you take responsibility for all these things, you're not only respecting yourself, you're respecting them as well. You're saying, I care enough to be clear upfront so that there's no chance of disappointment later. The boundaries that get set here are not walls, they're not binding, they're guidelines. When we talk about setting expectations, we're essentially talking about setting boundaries. And, and no, boundaries are not limitations. They're not meant to keep people out. They're guidelines that help navigate relationships more effectively. When you set a clear boundary, you're offering a roadmap of what is acceptable to you and what is not, what should be expected of you and what shouldn't, what is possible and what's not possible. This only makes the interaction feel more comfortable. It also makes the other person feel more secure because they'll acknowledge that you've taken the care and consideration to set this expectation, to be clear about this, even if they forgot to do it. They know where they stand. And guess what? That's an expectation met right there because everybody expects to understand where they are. People don't walk into a fog. Nobody willingly moves into something they don't understand. So the moment that you clarify this at the front, you've already met that first unspoken expectation, that desire a person has to understand where they are and where they're going, what they should expect from you and what they should not. So now that we understand more of the why and the how of setting and managing expectations, let's get into some practical tips 
for how we can do this. The first tip is to be very clear and specific. Don't beat around the bush, right? If, if there's a project and you're working with a time frame, be clear about the exact date and time it will be done. Don't say in a few weeks. Don't be vague about what you're committing to. Be clear. Make it something that you can measure, something that you can see coming. Put it in a calendar. If it's quality time with your spouse, right? Specify what quality time actually means. Don't just say, I want more quality time with you. Say, I'd like more quality time like A, B, and C. I'd like to do this. I'd like to spend at least this much time doing this or seeing this. Clarity will avoid confusion. Specificity will avoid the other person interpreting whatever you said with their own biases, with their own preferences, and then applying that in their mind to where they think they understand you, and they will now act, move forward with that presumption of understanding you, and they may be way off base, and it's not their fault they're off base if you didn't go out of your way to be clear and specific. Tip number two, keep the line of communication open, okay? Don't just set the expectation at the beginning and then say nothing. If something changes, you have to update the person's expectation. You have to inform them so that they can change the expectation. Proactive communication will beat reactive fixes and reactive mending of problems every time. Thirdly, you have to follow through. You've set the expectations. You're managing communication. You have to now follow through on what those expectations are. I know this seems like it's a it's a you know a, an easy one like oh of course but no not of course a lot of times people set an expectation and they don't give it the respect it deserves and they don't follow through with it. When you follow through on the expectations you set, not only does it build credibility but it reinforces trust in the relationship. If you don't follow through, then the act of setting expectations will be diluted in the future because a person will always be questioning if the expectations have any meaning, if the expectations carry any weight, or if it's going to be like last time and they don't mean anything. And finally, check in regularly. The world is a dynamic place. Life is a dynamic experience. Relationships are dynamic. You must periodically revisit expectations to make sure that they're still relevant and that everyone is still on the same page. Now, a lot of this will be taken care of if you're just communicating regularly, right? If you keep the line of communication open and you're, you're providing updates when things change. But a lot of people miss that you should be checking in even if things didn't change. You should revisit the expectations even if it seems like they're the same. If I tell a client in my business, it'll be done in a month, right? 30 days, it'll be done. We always, in every week, follow up. We always check in and say, just want to let you know we're still on track. It'll still be done in 30 days. That's our deadline. I hope everything is well. Now, a lot of times the client will come out and say, oh, that doesn't work for us anymore. We moved the trade show up. Can we get it done sooner? Well, of course, we can move things around and work with you. Now, what if we didn't check in? What if we just said, hey, we put the ball in their court. We set the court. We set the expectation. They know it's going to be there in a month. Everything's fine. You know what's going to happen? We're going to get a panicked call Three weeks later saying, oh, my God, this, the, the trade show is tomorrow. Can you get it done by tomorrow? Now we have to try to move mountains to make it happen. Now, we could hide behind, well, it's not our fault. They didn't ask. The last we said it would be done in 30 days. They said that was fine. Our contract says that. And we may be right, but everything still got ruined. Everything is still not well. Everything is still feeling stressed, right? And, and that expectation that the person had that things would go smoothly has not been met now. Now, you could argue it's their fault things haven't went smoothly. But if you were just checking in regularly, 
right? Just doing a little bit of maintenance on the expectations that you'd set here and there. It doesn't take a lot. You could uncover those distant elephants. That's a great expression. I, I, I always use it in production. Distant elephants are things that when you're far away from them don't seem like they're very bigger problems at all. But then you get close to them and realize, oh my God, how am I going to deal with this? That, that's like elephants far away. You know, if you're, if you're in the savannah or wherever you are and there's an elephant 10 miles away and you see a bunch of elephants walking, it doesn't look like anything. It looks like they could be sheep, goats, cattle. You can't tell. It's just these little things walking. Distant elephants don't seem to be very big at all. Then, you know, they, they make it closer to you and you're like, oh my God, this thing is huge. <laughs> How do I manage this? How do I deal with this? Checking in will allow you to minimize the likelihood that distant elephants are going to come in and wreck all of your best laid plans. Okay, so there you have it. Setting and managing expectations is a critical aspect of effective living. When you manage and set expectations proactively, you create a framework for a healthier, happier, and more productive relationship. It's not a one-off act. It is a continual process, a way of life that screams out responsibility, that screams out respect and mutual understanding. So start setting and managing expectations more effectively today. Don't, don't wait, right? The best way to start doing this and to start having it affect your life is to put it into practice immediately. So here, here's a challenge. Think about a current project, a relationship, where you feel the waters are a bit murky. Think about it right now, right? It could be a person. It could be you know, a romantic relationship, personal relationship. It could be business. You're not entirely sure what the other person is expecting from you. Or perhaps they don't really know what you expect from them. Think about it for a few minutes, pick up the phone, call them, whether it's a boss, coworker, family member, right? And have this conversation, have a clear, specific, honest conversation about what can realistically be expected. Remember, you're not just clarifying this for yourself. You're also showing respect for the other person's time and emotional investment. Thank you so much for joining me again today on this episode of the Effective Living Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Nathaniel Nunziante. And until next time, stay out of harm's way. 